カハンニャハラミタシンギョー Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. Great to be here、uh, on this Monday equinox, I think it is. Is it tonight? Today or tomorrow? I, it, I always thought it was the 21st. Does it change now or at midnight? This year it's on the 20th. Oh, this year it's on the 20th. I think it's, I it was on the 21st.、Um, so happy or equinox or good equinox to each of you.、Um, hi to everyone on Zoom. Yeah, good to see you all. Nice to see you. So, this talk is for anyone who, like me, is ADD or ADHD. Anybody in the room suffer from doing too many things at once? Yeah, okay. Unable to concentrate on one thing. Like now, I just did exactly that over here, over there. So, we're on day 69 of our Commit to Sit 90 day Ango period. So, we have just、uh, 21 days left.、Uh, it's、uh, Charlotte Joko Beck's Ordinary Wonder, is the text. So, this is actually from day 67. I like this a lot because it has a lot to do with、uh, being in the moment, which is what she's talking about. So she speaks of、uh, someone who had written to her talking about how in life he was、um, kind of scattered.、Uh, he was a hospital surgeon. He wasn't scattered in his profession. Thank you very much. But、um, he found himself kind of during the workday、uh, when he wasn't attending to patients, he was kind of all over the place, whether it was on the computer, whether it was like just. Catching up with records or people who just couldn't kind of get a, get a still moment for himself. And then she talked to him and said, You know, it's all about just putting one foot in front of the other. When you're walking down the hallways, which we teach our students a lot, when you're walking down the hallways, just put one foot in front of the other and breathe. It's kind of like kinhin in the, in the walking meditation, just boom, boom. It gives us a moment or two to just be, come into the body. Which is what Kinhin is supposed to be doing. And Kinhin is not having our mind wandering all over the place, but really, as though we're still on the cushion, taking a breath, have a step with each breath, really coming into our body.、Um, and of course, he found this really helped him, really, really helped him in his work practice and in his home practice in his life to,、uh, to really be able to come back to his breath, to notice when he was spinning out. Let's come back to his feet.、Uh, Suzuki Roshi wrote When you bow, you should just bow. When you sit, you should just sit. 
When you eat, just eat. He said when we do just one activity, we express our true nature. When we do just one activity, we express our true nature. But you know, it's easy, easier said than done, for me anyway. I mean, I wonder how many of you are like me uh, during the course of the day when I'm on my computer, I'm checking my cell phone. Um, when we're on Zoom, that's the best part when we're on Zoom and we're like in a conversation and the person in front of it and on the screen, no matter how good they are, kind of typing away or looking at something, you know, that they're, they're, they're browsing on Amazon or something. I know someone who's really, really good at that, just not, not looking at the Keyboard. The keyboard, but just, and then every once in a while they'll look down and say, okay, that's what they're doing. Um, or they'll look over there and they'll say, okay, that's $9.99. Let me click that, let me buy that. <laughs> and then actually what happens is if they're, not, if, you know, if they're not careful, they kind of lose the plot, right? Because they've been so busy over here. And they'll say things like, oh, you're scared. <laughs> Like, I'm not guilty of this. Oh, your screen froze. Could you say that again? <laughs> because they totally missed. Koshin's <laughs> giving me the look now because the next time I say your screen's froze, he's going to say, ah, you're on Amazon. But do you, has anyone ever done that? Oh, your screen froze? And I totally missed what you just said. Am I the only person in the room that's done that? <laughs> no one's copied to it. Okay. Um, uh, have you ever been in a conversation when you're really thinking about something else? You're I'm talking to Austin, and while we're having this conversation, I'm thinking about what's for dinner, or um, I'm not really interested in what he's got to say. Let me just go off into my own little world over here. Or... You know, there's something else on my mind that needs attention. So I'm talking to Austin, and I'm really not here fully 100% in the conversation. Has anyone ever done that? Thank you. <laughs> now we're getting honest. Um, very rarely we're in the moment uh, when we're in any single activity. This is for all of us. This is human nature. Very rarely we're in the moment, just in the moment. There's... Um, I can't really see anything because I'm usually on the floor. Um, so we have this, uh, most of you know, we have this year-long program for physicians and uh, PAs and nurses, and it's called, it's a contemplative medicine program. And um, it's, it really does teach, we're, we're educating physicians how to be fully present to themselves, to their lives and to their patients. And of course, they'll tell you that they are fully present. And we know that they're burnt out. They're, it's the highest rate of suicide, alcoholism, and um, divorce rates. And they come to us and they're really burnt out. And they're trying to find a way to be fully present, moment by moment by moment. So we go through this year-long program of just showing, educating, being with, um, how to sit with their breath, how to walk down the hall, how to be able, how to, uh, between each patient, to be able to take breaths, you know, and just go slow down. 
And you'd be amazed how many of these doctors have never done this, which is, you know, in part why they burn out, because they're not really taking care of themselves. They're passionate about the work, the patients that they're seeing, but each and practically 99% of them will say, this is not the practice, this is not the career they joined. This is not what they expected to be doing after 10 years. Really, really not wanting to be in this healthcare system as it is. Really, really disappointed. And, you know, what are they going to do? So again, it's divorce, it's suicide, it's alcoholism, um, because they know no other way. So this program that we've created is a really, really beautiful. And they'll come and they'll, you know, at the beginning of the program, most of them have never meditated. I've never sat in just in the present moment. And it's beautiful to see at the end of the program how it's not a miracle cure, but how they recognize the ways in which they don't take care of themselves. And this is not only in the, in the hospital, this is in their home lives, in their, you know, in their relationships with their, with their spouses, with their children. It's just um, it's opening a door. This is what's possible for you. We're in our second cohort now, and uh, it's just amazing to see how the first cohort has changed. They have uh, introduced our program into, hospital, into their own hospitals. One person in particular, one doctor in particular, has now created her, her own um, contemplative care program. It's just amazing. So there's hope for us. There's hope for the healthcare system. Well, there's hope for those who work in the healthcare system. Last week, in fact, last week, uh, one of the palliative care, one of the palliative care doctors uh, said that what she does now after, what, six, seven months now in the training, 25, after 25 minutes throughout the day, she spends just five minutes sitting and breathing in and breathing out. So she sets her alarm for 25 minutes, no matter what she's doing, most of the time, of course, is on computer or billing or whatever, or whatever what the doctors and nurses have to do right now, what doctors have to do. 25, every 25 minutes, the alarm goes up and she sits. And she said it's totally changed her life. She's never done anything like that in her life before. Just to be able to be present to the moment. There's a Japanese saying, Ichigo Zanmai. Ichigo Zanmai. That basically means, Full concentration on one act. Full concentration on one act, whatever it just picking up this cup. Tasting the water, feeling my fingers on the on this beautiful, beautiful mug. That takes what 30 seconds to be fully present to that, and then putting it down on the table. As opposed to looking around the room, just bring it back, not even tasting. And if you, if you notice, water does taste something. Taste of water, but it tastes. So try it the next time. Instead of gulping down your Starbucks, just be with it. Oh, this tastes like it. You can't even know. For myself, I'm, I'm really guilty. It's not like I'm sitting here after 30 years of Zen practice and not guilty of it, you know. I drive him crazy. Um, I'll go to the, for instance, I'll go to the kitchen, I'll open the cupboard for a packet of pasta or something, and I'll say, 
oh my God, it's looking a bit untidy, so I'll take everything out of the cupboard, and I, oh, let me do the, let me do the, cu the cupboard where the mugs are, let me do the cupboard where the, where the supplements and uh, vitamins are, and everything's all over the counter. I have three empty cupboards, I'm like, wow, I've got three empty cupboards. Mm -hmm. Now let me, I may as well just wipe them all down. And then I think, let me look in the fridge. I'm looking in the fridge, <laughs> and I make a list of everything I need to buy at the fridge, in the store. And then I'll put everything back in the, I'll begin to put everything back in the cupboard. And I'll, oh, let me go to the store now. Let me get the stuff, because in case I have to get something, there won't be enough room in the cupboard. So I'll go to the store, I'll come back, there's all this shit all over the counters. I bought stuff that we don't really, that won't fit in the cupboard. And then I'm like, you know what? I can't think about this right now. Let me do the laundry. <laughs> let me get the laundry started, right? I mean, the laundry, and because we go downstairs, the laundry in our building, the gym is like kind of like a block, you know, like, here's the laundry, there's the gym. I think, all right, let me just go, may as well go to the gym, may as well put my shorts on, go to the gym. And it's absolute chaos. And this one walks in the house, he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and that's exactly what's been going on in my mind. And I was ever thus, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's just not something that, you know, I was always this way from a kid. And um, it's gotten better. Over the years, throughout these years, these three decades of sitting zazen, if I weren't sitting zazen, Christ knows what the world, my world would be like. I know what it'd be like because I was there. Um, but it's this, uh, when I get into this space, this, this place of not being fully present to what I'm doing. I mean, I'm doing everything by rote. I'm not kind of even thinking about it. Just um, when I get into this place, I'm often reminded um, by his lordship over here, that I need to sit, to stop, sit, just get on the cushion and sit. And it calms me down. It really does calm me down. Even here, you know, Wade will attest to the fact that I'm writing a talk this afternoon, and I'm up in the kitchen, I'm cutting cheese, I'm eating crackers, and I come out here, and then I think, let me clean this up, and I have to go and get a cup of tea downstairs, and so like, just one after this, one, one thing after another, rather than being just and so I have to really concentrate, I have to really come to, come to myself and say, okay, five minutes, just give myself five minutes. Um, and then I was thinking of Molly, giving myself 25 minutes for each project. So um, I'm going to try that out tomorrow or the next day. Can you all hear me on Zoom? You getting this? Anybody on Zoom have the same kind of way of being in their life? Excellent. Excellent. Now I don't feel alone. Um, what's the time? Because I always go over time as well. Oh my God. Um, that's why I'm getting the, the look. I can feel it in the back of my back of it. Cozy's like. Because <laughs> even when I give it a talk, I digress. And I, I write I write a talk and then I'll start and then I can just go off into another day. <laughs> I got this written here. I'm like, oh, let me talk about this. Let me talk about that. I'm doing it now. Um, sorry, I don't have time to go into this koan, but I'll just present, just give you the koan. A monk asked Joshu, I've just entered the monastery. Please tell me what I should do. 
So we don't know if this monk was like cocky, just testing the, just testing Josh, or he really was kind of confused and didn't know what to do. So he said, I've just eaten, I've just entered the monastery, what should I do? And Joshu said, have you eaten your porridge? And the monk says, yes. And Joshu said, then go wash your bowls. That's the next best, that's the next thing he has to do. He's eaten his porridge, what do I do now? Well, you go wash your bowl. That's what you have to do. So it's uh, in the morning, you get up, what do you need to do? You need to brush your teeth. When you're brushing your teeth, are you brushing your teeth? Or you're brushing your teeth and thinking about what's for breakfast or whatever, whatever, whatever. Are you in the shower and you're thinking, if you're like me, you're in the shower, you got Donna, Donna Summer blasting and I'm sitting. So <laughs> all my disco days are coming back. It's like, so I'm not thinking about the next thing. I'm not fully present to my shower. I'm listening to Donna Summer, like in the shower, bopping away, like taking a risk on the floor, you know. <laughs> Digressed again, so I'm sorry. So I'll read that poem once more, then I'll let you all go. <laughs> a monk entered the monastery and asked Joshu, What should I do now? And Joshu said, Did you eat your breakfast? The monk said, Yes. And he said, Then go wash your bowl. That's simple. Just do the next thing. Stay focused. And at that moment, I'm watching <laughs> Zoom as he's a, a camera's about to pick up the, the striker for the gong. So I'm going to like, come hold on for 10 seconds. Um, yeah, so that's the colon, right? That's, that's the colon for all of us. What do I do next? Do I stay fully present and then go to what do I do next? Norman, F Norman Fisher last night, for anyone that saw or uh, watched um, Commit to Sit last night, gave a, it was a really, really beautiful Dharma talk. And one of the, the lines that stood out for me was, every moment is a Buddha moment. I love that. Every moment is a Buddha moment. Every moment we, should be, we can be Buddha. We can be, as long as we know it, we know, we just really, really know in our present moment life, we can be Buddha. Every moment is a Buddha moment. Um, Cam, you may pick up the striker. <laughs> I will bow to everyone. I'll say thank you. Thank you. Thank you.